This is the One Piece Podcast, episode 121, for Sunday, August 15th, 2010. My name is Ed, and I'll be pretty much hosting this show by myself for a little while. We do have some friends here on the show. I got some, I may have a little help from my friends, you know, just like the Beatles used to have. So it's going to mm-hmm. be a pretty good show. Uh, first up on the line, we got Pongo Junkie calling in from California. Hey guys, how's it going? Podcast super friend. You can be Aquaman. Oh, me? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, next, I'll deal with it. And next we have our trusty administrator, Funkatron. Hey guys, what's going on? It's going alright, Funkatron. Hopefully we'll get you to talk more on this episode. It's going to be some good times. I shall indeed try. Oops, did I go over my quota? Damn it. <laughs> A little bit, maybe. You know, per segment. And finally, from the Ask Backwards Anime Podcast at ssaapodcast.com, we have Dr. Wow, how long has it been since I've been here? It's been a little while. You haven't been on, you have, you've been on maybe one episode since Anime Expo. Wow. Do, do you really want me to count it, Doctor? It's a long time. No. <laughs> Jammer was slowly starting to become the new you. Oh, no. It's me, 2.0. Oh, yep. Yeah, so we're bringing you back for this episode. It's, it's going to be a little bit of a weird episode. Things are, things are odd for now because uh, Zach is out. He's transitioning into his new apartment and everything he doesn't quite have all, doesn't quite have the internet yet but uh, we'll try and get him on even while he's not editing and stuff for the next couple of weeks but you know for this episode we got some fun things planned we got some news from Firecrouch not necessarily with Firecrouch <laughs> but it is a lot of news and uh, we're doing an anime recap of episode 462 the force that could destroy the world the power of the tremor tremor fruit as it aired on onepieceofficial.com about an hour ago um, we're going to do a little bit of an encyclopedia with the Whitebeard Pirates and the Captains. Just to, It was very heavy in today's episode, so we want to sort of give you a little bit of a tutorial on who's who and if they have any cool powers uh, coming up. And finally, we're going to go over some piece together. I think we got some piece to tweet. That Pongo put up one and Zach retweeted it for us. Put it up on Facebook, and we got a couple questions from the forums too. Um, so that'll be a pretty good segment, and then we're going to round it off. So with that having been said... Um, if you guys don't have anything else to say, we'll go into the uh, the news segment. No, I have no queries against it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Let's do it. This is the news segment. We got some news from Firecrouch, as I said, not necessarily with Firecrouch, because Firecrouch apparently has better things to do at 8.30 on a Saturday night in, in sunny Los Angeles, California. Who can blame him? Why is Pongo here, then? <laughs> Cause because you live, cause, I, cause it's cold. It's cold, it's cold and windy <laughs> in, northern, in northern California. Ah. <laughs> actually, it's actually it's much, much hotter here than it is down there. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Remember we were in LA and it was like 70 and the time when it was 70 it was about 90s up to 100s up here. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Alright, so we got some good news. Japanese comic rankings uh, for the one release of One Piece uh, Volume 59 were pretty damn incredible. We got all three Shonen Jump properties released in one week and One Piece uh, beat you know Bleach and Naruto combined. 
You throw yeah. in, and you can throw in Reborn there too, and it still beats him. Oh, I like that. So we and as a connected part of that story, One Piece sells 1.85 million to set first week record. So, wow. yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I've, lo- One, I've lost track how many records they've broken at this I point. I think like three volumes in a row now. Not uh, 58 didn't, but 57 was the highest for the first week with 1.69. So we, we blew by it by almost 200,000 volumes. Well, this is a very yeah. important volume that it, has it, a name it, that can't be said. Yes. Yeah. It, it's one of those volumes that really changes the game. And actually, this is a pretty cool little bit from the this, from this story about the record. It says, not only did the newest volume rank number one, but the last three volumes rebounded into the top 100 chart because of the release of volume 59. Volume 58 wow. moved up 20 spots, and volume 57 moved up um, 60 spots. From like, It's from like 113 to 51, but... Uh, even the fifty-six, the fifty-six volume made it to the top one hundred. So right now there are four One Piece volumes in the top one hundred, because of the release of fifty-nine. Like both fifty-seven and fifty-six came out of like the plus one hundreds and like moved into the top one hundred. It's crazy. I guess that's, some, that's amazing. I've never heard of that. Something important must have happened. Yeah, they and they've already sold more than half of their um, their first print run, which is three point two million. So it's gonna be it's exciting times for the One Piece fans, and even more exciting is the American news. Uh, ICV2, sort of the journal of manga publishing in America, has released their top 25 manga properties, which reflects the sales in all channels, diamond distributors, and, uh, and also the you know the big, big box stores and Amazon, as far as we know. Um, the top 25, it's based on interviews with retailers, distributors, and manufacturers. And according to that, uh, One Piece is the third most valuable manga property in America. Behind only Naruto and Vampire Knight. It beat out Bleach, and that warms the bottom of my heart. I'm sure if Zach were here, he would also say the same thing. Dance, He'd have some choice words. Dancing on the graves of Bleach fans. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. has anyone been reading Bleach lately? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, I have. I'm been, actually yes. fairly caught up. This yeah. is taking a turn for the ridiculous. At a point where I thought it couldn't get more ridiculous. Now I want it to get more ridiculous now. <laughs> no. Is this like Mystery Science Theater 3000 on this thing? I, I guess at this point. Like, I really want it to be like, you know, Aizen just breaks everything. <laughs> Apparently, this motherfucker was Xanatos. He planned this shit from chapter zero or negative five billion. Oh, no, it man. was ridiculous. I think it was the last chapter. There was pretty much... It was one of those chapters where there's no words. There's like less than 10 words was the quota. <laughs> that was it. It was terrible. It was just pictures, and yeah. I couldn't tell what was going on. Yeah. He does that a lot. He, he, he spilled the ink on the page. Whatever. I'm, st- I'm still going to read it because I just want to see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to do that anymore. I'm actually more interested in Naruto, and that's... Well, that's actually been about the case for a couple of years now. I read Bleach out of morbid curiosity. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on, Funkatron, you got some DVD news for us. Yes. On, on, a, ja- on a couple of levels. Yes. Uh, Japanese animation DVD ranking, which is sort of moot, considering they don't really, not they don't really show the ranking that well on here. Yeah. I, see- I don't know if everyone's seen the Anime News Network link, but um, they're not, the numbers are missing. The numbers are missing. They're ranking. Some of the rankings are there. Basically, if you read on the bottom, it says. Uh, they get it from Oricon, which doesn't directly uh, give the actual rankings. Basically, the rankings that they do have on here are from other sources, which is weird and 
I had yeah. I don't know how that makes any sense. <laughs> but at, anywho, we have on here. I can't really tell you where it's up there or and it's missing with how many they sold. But we have on here One Piece Law Collection East Blue, which came out on the twenty third of July. Um, we have uh, One Piece tenth season Thriller Bark arc piece 11 which came out august 4th and we have one piece law collection sanji which came out on the 23rd i can't really tell you how i don't i can't even tell if this is in order or not but yeah i mean it, all we all we know is that east blue was ranked 12th last week and sanji was ranked 13th last week, last week in the overall yeah. in the overall dvd rankings i think and I'm, I'm surprised at some of the other stuff they have here they have uh toy story one and two which were or four and eight this week, they have up on here. So apparently, Japan loves Pixar their wins. Yeah, I think I want to hear the Japanese uh, I mean, voices and, that and they the, have for those people. And the fact that my neighbor Totoro, I guess it must be some sort of re-release because it's up here at number four on this list. I don't know what mm-hmm. number that actually is, but it's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. They love their Totoro, and, and <laughs> apparently, Totoro has a has a cameo in Toy Story Three. Yes. Oh, really? Yes, it does. Which I yes, know. a slight, a slight one. Yeah. Non-speaking saw- robot, you you very clearly yeah. see him. <laughs> nice. All right, moving on to the next story. Uh, Aussie next DVDs. Th- yes, Aussie DVDs. Madman um, has has news on the next volume of One Piece. They're basically mirroring the Funimation releases. This is One Piece Uncut Collection Two. It features episodes fourteen to twenty-six. It's basically mirrors uh, Funimation's uh, season one uh, second voyage. Uh, pre-order price is forty nine ninety five uh, Australian. It's coming out. Looks like October thirteenth. It's got episodes fourteen to twenty six. It's got all the familiar things from, you know, it's got the uh, the uh, Funimation cover art and the gold titles. So I mean, this is good good news for people in Australia, including our own anime gal who we haven't had on in a little while. I'd like to have her back on, but uh, hopefully um, they can uh, get their they can get their One Piece finally. They'll start. Maybe Mad Men will start releasing on a, a regular schedule now. Uh-huh. So, so is is it also the uh, Funimation dub, or is it like an Australian separate or you know separate? Dub? I'm assuming it's the Funimation dub. I I think yeah. they, because I think um they they showed the Funimation dub of uh, uh Skypea. Oh yeah, yeah. Even more so than the American Cartoon Network did. It's, yeah. I don't think there's ever been a direct to Australia dub, especially I mean particularly not for One Piece. Mm-hmm. I know well, they also, have... they kind of speak English there, anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except with funny accents. <laughs> the best. All right, and Pongo, tell us about some news. Okay, so for me, let's see. I have Amazon uh, from Amazon.com. One Piece Volume Fifty Six has finally been announced. Uh, they, they even have the picture up. If uh, anyone hasn't seen this one, it's got a little purple outline with uh, Even Cobb in the very middle, being extremely big as he always is. With, uh, let's see, Mr. One, uh, Inazuma, Croc, uh, Jimbei, and Luffy. Uh, this one is from, I think this was like the end of Impel Down. So like leading into Marineford, yeah. I think I think when Whitebeard first shows up. So kind of where we are in and the also, anime. this is the volume that was 100 on the, best, on the Japanese manga bestseller list this week. Oh yeah, so hopefully I would think with these when they start coming out, we should see them on the list. Uh, New York Times, I'm hoping at oh, least more than one week. Oh, really hopefully. hoping so. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's what I've said from the beginning about the English manga releases is that it's really going to tell when it starts coming out, you know, one at a time. And I think 55. Like it's it, it's been doing good so far. So I mean, you know, from what we heard from the Viz representative, so hopefully, yeah, uh, it could 
do even better. But this is actually coming out February 1st in 2011. Yeah, it really only gets better from here. Yeah, so it seems like I don't think that's the same schedule they used to have. It's going like every three or four months now, so mm-hmm. it seems to be almost on the Japanese kind of uh, scale. Which ultimately, it does have to be that, so we don't like surpass them or anything. Uh, or get really close. Yeah. Okay, let's see. My next thing I have is from Scotland. Uh, it's too bad we couldn't have the other European representative here to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> Uh, let's see, this is from, it's called Scotland Loves Anime, a nationwide celebration of Japanese anime. I guess this is just a, another convention, I guess. It's um, in Glasgow in the UK, which I don't know where that is. But it's going to be taking place eight, the 8th to the 10th of October, so I guess when we're at New York Anime Fest, yeah. it'll be going on. Here's a hint, it's north of England. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're actually going to be premiering Strong World there in that area of the country, unless it's already been there before. I think it was in Germany before. Um, I thought it was at the Italian Film Festival. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay, the it Italian. It was in Italy and in Hawaii and probably a couple other places, but those are the two that I remember. Yes, so it's getting its uh, it's getting its film showing debut here, too. What's so I'm hoping... If you check I'm the site, actually, they mentioned also um, Trigon Badland Rumble. Oh, yeah, that's which was, true. Which, yeah. Was, which was pretty damn incredible that we saw it at AX. Oh, yeah. Was, Actually, I'm surprised they have a lot of really good movies showing. Oh, give us a give us a little sampling. What do you think is good? Um, Summer Wars. I hear Redline is good. I've heard I've heard very good things about Summer Wars too. People were very excited when Funimation licensed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's actually very, very, very good. And as long as Doctor speaking, you got the final two items of news. Oh yes, I do. Um, so for those who are not really using the uh, One Piece official site and feel like eh, I can wait a little while and just wait for Hulu to put it up there, well, guess what? Good news for you. And uh, now they're going to be <laughs> doing three days after the Samocast release. It's going to be on Hulu instead of the six day, was it? Yeah, it was I think, it was, I think it was one week. Somewhere around there. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, now you can feel a little bit better, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and now for the most ridiculous story of the week. Okay, so on the Funimation blog, apparently they had to report on this for whatever reason. Senor Rojas um, talked about this um, USMagazine.com article about... Uh, I, always thought, I always thought that was Us Magazine. Us Magazine? The stupid celebrity magazines. I don't yeah, I always them. call it Us. I wasn't sure. US, Us, whatever. I Who's think Us is a very good way of describing it. Us. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's cause that's the feeling I get when I pass it at a newsstand. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get back and, into the story. Us magazine. Okay, so apparently Angelina Jolie, while she was um, at a press conference for her movie Salt um, in Tokyo, which I've heard is actually pretty good as far as you know, like action thrillers go. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You you just throughout the movie, you just want to figure out who is Salt. <laughs> uh, oh, it's one of those. Yeah, it's one of the. Oh, well, it's. I. I will say. Well, I can say one thing. Tagline. I can say one thing, but it will spoil the entire movie. All right, then but, don't don't say it. Okay. Um. But anyway, so she's was talking about how while she was shopping for her kids, she mentioned that she bought some One Piece toys, and that's it. <laughs> and that's all. That's the news. <laughs> and the, the news is actually old news. I remember reading this a couple of weeks ago. I think it was. No, but they finally. I, I had. I, it's odd that I. I hadn't heard about it until they put it on the uh, the Funimation update blog. Like some Totoro toys and Ponyo and oh, some pirate One Piece toys. 
<laughs> she probably just looked at the. She probably saw Chopper. Said, "Oh, that's cute. I'm gonna buy that for my kids." There you go. Well, they they have a picture here on the site and uh, apparently of what they bought. And Chopper does not look that adorable. He's run- down- that's a running Chopper. Yeah, it looks kind of creepy. Who, yeah. Who's the most adorable looking one? I'm gonna say Usopp. <laughs> yeah, Usopp's got the funny, crazy eyes. Anyway, well, uh. I think. Yeah, I think we did pretty good for the new segment, not having Firecrouch here, not having anyone else. We 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 made it our own. So the only thing we're missing is Firecrouch's random saying. We have to have like a random, just go out of anywhere. Not some sort of not some sort of non secretary Yes. Yes. The peaches are eating my face. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we're moving on to the anime recap. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is the Anime Recap for episode 462, the force that could destroy the world, the power of the Tremor Tremor Fruit. So, uh, episode actually starts, title card at 5 minutes 15 seconds, starting now. Alright. I had I had a couple questions at first about this. Yeah, uh, I was wondering about, I was about, yeah, I'm here in the background. Oh, right, fuck it, should, should we start, oh, alright, alright. So we're paused at 5.25 now, because Pongo has a commercial. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I but just anyways, have... I had a question about, like, why they call it the Tremor Tremor Fruit. I feel... I know, You know, obviously it's because of earthquakes, but I feel like they could have come up with, like, a shorter... I think, a shorter I think the Quake Quake Fruit would work just as fine, but it's kind of a quibble. I don't really know if I, if I care. Yeah, Des was saying it should be the Shake Shake Fruit, and I think, no, I think that wouldn't be some other kind of fruit. Can make it the twist twist fruit. He just starts yeah. dancing all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the shake shake fruit would be like would be more like a Mexican jumping bean or something. <laughs> shake shake shake. Okay, shake, I'm shake. ready. You ready to go now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's right. it's on. Let's do it. All right. So, and I mean, Ace and Whitebeard are having this sort of very serious emotional moment. It's, it still gets to me every time. It's like we have to say this you. is this is a really great shot too with all of the freaking just commanders here, and you got Shark Boy there too, who I never knew was part of the crew. You know, yeah, I guess he was, and you know, He Man and Dreadlock Chain Chomp and the guy with uh-huh. the horns. Yeah, see, like, this is why we're I'm having. We're doing it's like this is why we're having an encyclopedia segment. All it's it's a whole it's a whole thing of that guy. Oh him. This is the the, the only big drawback that I've had about these last few episodes is every time they show Ace, he's always going <laughs> like that. He's, just well, making, he's making a static noise. He's making the constipation noises that yeah. we know so well from DBZ. Oh, uh, we get a little flashback of the last episode? Okay. I like the I like getting the, getting the close-ups in on the commanders we don't see very much. Like that one who looks like Peter Pan. Oh, uh, yeah. I think, and, I think you know, what's his I, name? I don't know if it, this was mentioned enough in the last episode, but in the last episode... Blackbeard was fucking creepy. Yes. Yeah. It was more creepy because it was like a really bad foreboding because you knew what was happening. Yeah, and then like his face. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, it's just like this from like shock to seeing the fruit to just slowly twisting to a grin. Yeah. His, his, his nose has been getting progressively more evil since like the beginning, since we first saw him. Yes, he can now Grinch to Grinch with that smile of his. <laughs> and now we first hear Akinu's voice for like more like more than a sentence, and it's the same guy who does Zaraki from Bleach. Indeed, Mado. Nice. 
<laughs> Finally, I can't, I don't know if I could ever get through without my Moria fix. Oh, a hundred thousand elite soldiers. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have the original um, voice here. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to have him on, but he was busy. Damn, like girlfriends and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's oh, what happened to Steve. I, I think so. He's not at home. So. Oh well. <laughs> oh, then we get like uh, commentary from Hancock throughout this whole entire episode about something that's going on. Yeah, Luffy. Yeah, she's talking about the the very strong men and. In... Yeah, I don't. Know, and Mihawk is Mihawk's pretty badass in this episode. It's not he, saying a thing. Not saying a thing, but looking really. I'm about to fuck shit up. It, it doesn't really what, help. I, I mean, it's like yeah. it, it, uh, you can say that it's an excuse that his voice actor is a little incapacitated, but. So has anyone has anyone really noticed the difference between even Cobb's old voice and his new voice? I forgot it's, completely. It's, exactly. I forgot so. We'll, 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 yeah. we'll see him later on in the episode, but I just wanted to mention that first. And the sea is receding. Oh, boy. I mean, anyone who's ever lived on an island or, like, probably knows what this means, but people who don't know means shit's about to happen. Actually, I think anyone who lives around Florida, too, would know that. Yeah, probably. Yep. I don't. Yep, the wind's picking up. <laughs> but, you know, for all you, you know, I know we have many listeners in, like, Iowa, so... They probably know. Oh. What's, what oh, bugs me? Is Mr. 3 grabbing on Buggy's ass? Yes, he is. <laughs> He's like, yes. yeah, my waterworks! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, God, they just, I just got that. Oh, my waterworks. <laughs> they go flying well, you know by what, again. What's amazing to remember is that we do have fans in uh, Kansas. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Remember that, that, one, that one guy? That's, that's how a typhoon works, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now you know if you live in Kansas and you've never seen the ocean. <laughs> And the water's still again. You know we're, you know we're going to get some hate mail about that. We're going to do like Conan O'Brien hates my homeland for the One Piece podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can we steal another gimmick from Conan? I think we are. I mean, he's going to have to start up a new... I'm glad he's starting up his new show soon so we get more stuff to steal from him. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, there's Ivakov. Yep. Everyone's just sort of... <laughs> Everyone's just watching the show oh, now. Man. He's, I like, he's like Yokozuna with his face in the door. <laughs> I love the whole time how Jibbe, like, through all this, just steering, he doesn't care. He's like, eh, whatever, this don't bug me. No, because he knows what's going on. He's the son of the sea. He knows when Jibbe on the ocean. Oh, Mr. Three and Buggy, but we never have enough of your shenanigans. No, because Zimpel Down wasn't enough. Yeah. Unfortunately, we do some of the stuff. I like, that happened, I like how but... Buggy's, Buggy's giving Jimbe lip. You're like, we're going to call out the freaking whale sharks again. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you solve this, damn it? Come on, Aquaman, do something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use whales. Where are your psychic powers, dude? <laughs> uh, so this, well, he's got to look strong in front of his crew, so. Yeah, and like, nah, I didn't care for this part of the episode. Well, no, well, because this the first half of the episode was pretty much building up to what's coming up next, which I yeah. unfortunately thought it should have gone a little faster. Yeah. There were some things I could have cut out. Like this, right but, here. Buggy talking yeah. to his crew. Yeah. But I think it's like, it's different, especially, I think I'm spoiled from reading the manga with how quickly paced Marineford is. <laughs> I mean, but even still, there's so much, like, there's so dense in, like, text in Marineford. Yeah. I mean, mm. I don't know if, I think we could do one chapter per episode and not have it be that bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, uh, w- once the second half hits of this episode, it's a lot more of the stuff that I kind of expected. Right. But well, we'll hopefully, get to that one. hopefully they'll keep that pace and not just like have a repeat 
of like this episode for five minutes. Well, <laughs> I, I doubt now because yeah. it's this is it's just getting all this stuff out of the way right before the yeah. miracles. Yeah, because I think after this episode, we won't see Luffy and company for a while. Maybe like for two or so. Oh, actually, two no. or two or three episodes, I think. Or yeah. more filler. Is this this part is filler, isn't it? Or is it? Or do we, I'm pretty I think sure it's just dragged is on. I mean, the this whole filler, the whole, the whole thing ex- with I think the whole thing with Buggy and talking to those crew people was filler. I'm not sure about all of this. I'm I'm pretty sure I think most of this is all filler. It's just exp- it's just going to set it up for what happens for where they That's, go later. Because I, I think they they left to the mystery of what happened to them more in the manga. Well, so maybe it's that implied filler. This is what was happening. What they weren't showing us in the manga, which is, I mean, it's not it's not as though they're just inserting random stuff. But I've had enough of Buggy. I gotta be honest. As long as Buggy's not peeing on anything, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> uh, there's more of a chance of that than you think. Oh, as there's a shot with Buggy on top of that cannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how phallic! <laughs> the Japanese are completely full of that. Yeah. Okay. So this is just really slow. Yeah. Until? Uh-oh. <laughs> I like that, that Yosh that Luffy goes there. He he hits a pitch higher than he normally does. And the big shadow. Oh, what the hell shadow. is that? Oh, crap. Damn. What, the goose? <laughs> uh, I think they're dead. <laughs> That's the end of One Piece, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> now it's the now it's the adventures of Marco and crew. S- suddenly at Marineford. I, I like how they I like how they they the one guy has a fez. I'd forgotten about that completely. <laughs> I don't remember that guy. Staring, staring, dramatic, dramatic music. He's ruining that stupid dumb look of his. <laughs> uh, no, it's like every every time they show, he has some kind of face. Yeah, and Ace has that same old look on his face. The constipated. constipated. Oh my god, and Django, Full Buddy, and Hina. I. Uh, what? That takes me back. I love hearing Kazuki Yao's voice anytime we see Django. I love that he like, voices three characters in this show. You can never be without Yao. Django's always there in the background. I was actually not paying attention to the screen when I heard his voice. Like, what? Oh, right. Oh, right. Forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Uh-oh, something's coming. There we go. And the epic music. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, pays no attention to what's going on. Yep. Oh, tsunami! Uh-oh. Shit's about to hit the fan. It's about to crash in... Quake, man! Oh, it has to build up first. Yeah, this confused me the first time they did it. I'm like, oh, that's a flashback to what happened in the last episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the hell? He's doing it again? But no. <laughs> Like pose. I like how he makes the ocean just go bubbly, bubbly, and that turns into a tsunami. I like the way they draw that. Well, I like the way how it somehow it somehow makes that after he's cracking the air. That's the funny part. Yeah, the water undu- I, it's undulating. Like I, I, I would like to see Oda kind of like doing an SBS about how that actually works. Oh, that has to be the episode title page right there—the one with Marco sticking his tongue out like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 that that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's just it's just ridiculous. That's the most ridiculous yeah. face I've seen. I'm a couple seconds behind you guys. Yeah, I'm a little bit behind. Yeah. Uh, like, well, because I forgot to tell you guys that I was going again. Yeah. Right. Man, he's got an angry face. What? What is it with all these people sticking their tongues out? There's like four different people. 
Because they're because they're, they're bloodthirsty, man. Yeah, they got ready to taste some good. Kill people. I just oh, want like random people to just be sticking their tongues out now. Like, like it, it used to be something only Doflamingo did. Now everybody's doing it. Yeah, I wanted to do it. Yeah. Now we got Squardo. Yeah, we had a Squardo sighting just then. So yep. Oh, uh, he gets a he gets a good little speech at the end of this episode. Yes, he does. Towards the and end. the big waves ready to crash. Tidal wave. Now oh, this. Now this. This is like the. Just about the coolest part of the, uh, of the episode. And I catch And title card. There we go. Title card. Uh, Does anyone get yeah. any commercials? Uh, no, yeah. I'm good. Yes. No. Yeah, droid. Okay. I paused at 16.06. Tell me when you're ready. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Droid. I, I think that was, like, the perfect time to do a commercial. Like, yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean it, it's good when they actually sync it up like that. <laughs> it actually yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, that, I think it was. That, yeah, that's a perfect time to stop. I just feel like we could have done without a little bit of the buggy Mister Three stuff, and then droid. I've been. I feel like we've been saying this for the entire duration of the podcast. Unfortunately, yeah. At least for half of it. Ever since and the and back, go. Six back six, six, let's do it. All right. Okay. But and this is just about the coolest part of the episode right here. Oh yes. Where Aokiji just jumps up and goes, "Fuck this tsunami! It's ice now." <laughs> I wish it was that easy to just destroy the government. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I, I keep noticing that girl giant there. Yeah. All right. Does she Stop. ever do anything? I don't remember. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Hopefully they animate her to doing something, maybe. It's a very slowly moving tsunami. Just waiting for well, it. Well, because it's, it's building tension. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Frozen ice. And the admirals just stay there because they, they're like, whatever. Someone's going to do something about it. Like, what are they going to do? Throw a light at it? And, the, <laughs> this is, and this is a whole fun exchange between Aokiji and, and, and Whitebeard. <laughs> he squirts. Squirt. Squirt. I'm going to smash well, you. I'm going to, it's like, I'm going to smash you. But, you know, it's, it's not going to, you're not going to die. So you're just going to freeze everything. <laughs> and we're just going to play around like this. Because we, well, we we know that we really can't beat each other unless we take it seriously. Yeah. I don't know what well, Aoki, I don't know what Aokiji was thinking. He's like, maybe I'll just yeah. shoot these. Maybe I'll actually Uh-oh. hit him. Probably. And he just breaks apart. I was like, oh, well, that didn't work. <laughs> we also got to think, what would happen if uh, Akairu was the one that stopped that tidal wave? It'd just be a humongous sauna. Lava, lava everywhere. We, we'd, <laughs> we'd have to get all the Russian guys up before they died. I don't know if anyone else saw that story. The, the the Russian guy lost the world sauna championships and then he died. Oh, oh, hard. that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, well, at least Aokiji was smart and like, okay, freeze the ships, make them not well, move. Well, also, isn't that kind of a bad thing because you're kind of making a foothold for them to actually be able to get to there? Yeah, but now they can't go when they want to get out. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of backing them into a corner. But if if your goal here was to you know engage the fight. Then he's done a pretty good job. Yeah. Oh, Vista. Vista is my favorite. I think he's one of, he's one of my favorite of the white white beard pirates. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna be going over that in the encyclopedia a little bit later on. Oh, that one guy's got a lance. Ah, <laughs> oh, Vista. Mm. I've been becoming more of a fan of Vista lately. He's uh, a little more fleshed out lately. He, he's got he's, he's got he's got the voice, and he looks like Snidely Whiplash. Yes. 
And I, I'm still concerned about that supposed trap. What's that? <laughs> that, that chick. Oh, yeah. That I think... Ezo. Her name is. Yeah. Its name is Ezo. Its name is Ezo. Uh, Shark Boy. I'm pretty sure it's a guy. This is exactly what I wanted. It's just like all out just fighting now. Vista, Vista. Vista's blowing dudes away with the sword, and fucking Smoker and Tashigi make an appearance. Finally. Flowers. Is that the same? Is that Tashigi's same voice? Because I haven't heard it in a while, but it sounds a little different. Tashigi, I never noticed her voice in the first place, I don't think. Yeah. I'm so used to the Funimation. I don't even know what her voice sounds like in, fun, in the Funimation version. Monarch so, Real, not, using, oh, not yeah. using her Monarch Real voice. Right. Not yeah, using her cutesy voice. Right. Commercial. Oh, Me, commercial right okay. after I got, I, got, I, got, I, got I got 1947 is where I'm at. So in, in, <laughs> it's like using the, you can overuse the cutesy a little bit too much, and then it sounds like other characters, like when um, I was watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And, Full Metal Alchemist. And it only really bothered me <laughs> because it was one, normally that kind of stuff doesn't bother me, but it was because Nina sounded like Chopper, and I went, oh. Well, actually, if you've watched the first series, she sounds a lot more annoying back. in the first series. Because in the first series, she talks like a she has like a lot of baby talk. Mm. Are we back in 1947 yet? Yes, we're back. Right. Yes. Okay. All right. So Blue enough of Full Metal Alchemist. We're talking about One Piece. Speaking of Full Metal Alchemist, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now the Vice Arrow must show. I was hoping they'd, they'd give them all names at this point, but no such yeah. luck. Or at least a little box, something. Onigumo, nothing. Mustache, Doberman, Yamakashi. Mustache. Momonga. Is that Yamakashi oh, that... or Strawberry? That was Strawberry. Oh, the mustache guy ah. kind of looks like Momonga, kind except right. his mustache is straight. I like the calling him just like Vice Admiral Dalmatian. <laughs> the other guy off on the side, the big one. Uh-huh. Didn't you do an encyclopedia about all the admirals? Yes, I did. Couple, a couple weeks ago now. Uh, there, no. there's, there's Yamakaji with the, with the good, and Komir and Suru. See, I'm, I'm still pretty good at this. Oh. <laughs> You're too good at it. I just, have, so I just love how they like tell Suru to just. Sit, sit, it, sit it out. Sit back and let the, let the men handle this shit. Sit <laughs> back, like, drink some tea. And she's like, "Bitch, I could kick your ass, basically." Sort of, or just hang Bitch, you to dry. You, you young and, and here and here goes here goes Squardo. Oh Squardo. man! Uh, and here's another Full guy with his tongue, tongue. sticking out. Tongue all the way out. Ow, he's Amazing. biting his tongue. How's he talking? I think way? we should have like a like the the like the the image for this episode should be like five different people with like their tongues hanging out of their mouth. <laughs> yes, yes, we should do that. Yes. <laughs> actually, it has been decided. and actually, Funk, you're gonna have to pick it because um, I'm you're gonna be posting the episode. Okay. Yeah. It's the not more staring. Uh oh. Here we Looks go. Looks like the warlords are actually gonna do something. Mihawk's about to do some shit. Mihawk steps up and and like Don Flamingo makes this like I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe the face that he made. An intrigued face? Yeah. Okay, Noven is full on Gendo. Yes. Is it, wait, is it is it Gendo? Yeah, that's a, he's the same voice. Okay, okay, that that makes sense. <laughs> oh man, I'm slipping. So away. is that is that the same uh, voice, voice actor, actor for? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, and we've actually gotten an interesting question. I think on let's say on the forums about the relation, the, any possible relationship between Mihawk and Whitebeard in the past, and we're gonna explore that in the piece together today. Mm, awesome. Yep. I love this foreshadowing that you're doing. It's nice. Yeah. Every we don't get that when Zach's around. <laughs> I know. What the hell? We we might be having him around in a little bit. Oh shit! No, how about not? More foreshadowing. 
Yes. The, the ah, dark, so it's actually it's, it's actually sword. a really cool sword. Yeah. So yeah, Mihawk, awesome sword. Uh, to see you haven't explained everything again. <laughs> exposition, exposition puts us in the exposition. picture. Are we gonna see yep. more of these swords? Seriously? And I'm stuck with I don't know, I feel, I feel like um Gandhi the Gorose has one. Oh right. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh you're calling him Gandhi now just because he has that freaking bald forehead. Stare. Yeah, stare. and like Yeah, he's got stare, he's all dressed stare. up. He's got the guard. Windscar yeah. I mean <laughs> that is what uh, it looks Marco like. is scornful, Jozu is angry, and Whitebeard is going to do nothing. But because he does pure awesomeness. To... This new double. Oh. It's blocked with pure awesomeness. Oh, they killed Whitebeard. Fuckers. Oh, no. It blocks with it to be continued. Da da da. Da da da. So, what do you guys have? Any final thoughts about this episode that you wanted to get? Uh, um. I liked it. I, you know, the, that whole bit with Buggy was a little annoying, but as soon as I got rid of that, then I'm all set. I'm all, I'm in it. It's it, the episode is really good. I'm still wondering about how they're gonna do uh, implied filler when it comes to the fights, like how they're gonna expand some of the some of the fights because in the manga they uh, Oda like barely glanced over like a lot of what was going on during the yeah, old battle. I don't really yeah. want to spoil like which fights are coming up for people, but some of yeah. them could stand to be fleshed out a little bit. You know, throw a few more you know fists and a few more slices with the sword and some witty, uh-huh. witty banter, and I think we'll be good. Yeah, just yeah. to see what Toei does at yeah. this point. Um, Pongo, how about some drawn out as they have like this first half episode? Because I feel like that went on a little too long. Yeah, the second half, I mean, we we got a very good half of an episode and an okay mm-hmm. first half of the episode. Although yeah. I, I like I like I I kinda like the the buggy thing. But not not really. It, I liked it, it. It it was better than some of the other ones that they've done with him. Like you know, the whole the whole thing about his waterworks was pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, that was random. I was like, what the hell? It's <laughs> waterworks. Yeah, but then the part about him taking a nap, I could have done without that. So, um, <laughs> Overall, it, it, it was a pretty good episode. And uh, definitely all should watch it at OnePieceOfficial.com. Because even as we go to more more conventions, more people need to watch it. And, and Actually, I'll do it in three days. Yeah. 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 Tell, tell, tell you our friends. It'll be fun. Actually, I'm really excited for the next episode because we're finally going to see Akainu do his freaking magma fist. Spoiler. Mm. <laughs> a little bit of a spoiler, but we kind of knew. No, I mean, no, I just mean that he's going to do a magma attack with a I big blame, fist. I, I blame the opening at that point. Oh, yeah. 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 So everyone who's seen the opening knows what his power is. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm not spoiling anybody. <laughs> I'm a little mad in the song, but I like the visuals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're going to go and do a little bit of an encyclopedia next. Check it out. With the world against him, Captain Monkey D. Luffy has infiltrated Marine Headquarters along with new allies and enemies. With the powers of the world about to clash, Luffy now finds himself in the middle of it. As the events of the world lead to war, we cover it all. Join the One Piece Podcast at OnePiecePodcast.com and on iTunes. Contact us or follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, AIM, and Skype. We'll bring you into the new era. We are Maji. Now is the time for the encyclopedia. We're all going to learn a little bit right now. Especially considering 
how confusing the episode was with regards to all these Whitebeard Pirates um, commanders. So we're going to go over, with the help of the One Piece wiki, uh, what their names are and why we should care about them pretty much. I, so, I, I would like to warn people who are going to the wiki, be very, very careful. If you haven't read, if you're not up to date on the manga, you will be spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, so, first, the, the sort of the structure of the Whitebeard Pirates. You got Whitebeard is the leader of all the Whitebeard Pirates. Pretty obvious. Obviously. Edward, <laughs> Edward, Edward Newgate is his name. Uh, but he's got, what, 16 division commanders? Or 16 divisions and 14 commanders um, at the beginning of the war, missing divisions 2 and 4. Uh, uh, Black, see Blackbeard and Thatch, I'm assuming. No, 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 Thatch and Ace, who is chained up. Ace. Yeah, Ace, yeah. Chained up, right. the, chained up at the top there. Now, um, I've got a question for uh, for you about these Whitebeard division pirates. Now, what is what do you think is the purpose of having this many divisions? Do you think they take a separate ship out and do their own thing, and then they just meet up for parties or special gatherings like Rescue Ace? I think Whitebeard sends them on missions. They go and they do things. I mean, other, I mean also they fight against other pirates. And the purpose of having a commander is having. Like a platoon of like minor pirates below them, so like to, to direct them, you know, on the battlefield. Whereas Whitebeard is just sort of leading from the from the rear there. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. mini captains. Yeah, I think I think that's what it's for. And also, some of them have pretty cool abilities. Starting with you know, the first division commander Marco, as you've seen from the opening, he is got the powers of like flaming phoenix bird, which is pretty cool. Um, we've we've seen a lot of him so far. He actually has the same voice as Ichigo in Bleach. Yeah, we'll actually see a lot more Mark on the next episode too. Yeah, he's got a pretty cool power, although he has questionable fashion choices. Yeah, <laughs> those sandals, come on, man. Yeah, the multicolored. His tattoo keeps changing colors. Uh, see, at least with Ace, he has those stupid shoes, but they, he had to wear them because the military gave it to him. Yeah, mm, like the slippers that he wears. Yeah, those God, those slippers. <laughs> yeah, but Marco's a pretty obvious one. So moving on, we got the second division commander, Ace, that we all know. Uh, we have an interesting question in the piece together coming up about you know other possible people who were uh, second division commander before. Um, but moving on to uh, third division commander, we have Diamond Jozu or Jaws. I think it's Jozu. That's jo- like the uh, official the official Viz translation. But as you know, he's got the sort of like the three tiered what goatee that he has there, and sideburns, and the freaky hair, and the big armor, and he's made of diamonds, as you, as you know from the from the opening. So he's got quite the power. So you can't you can't cut the you can't cut the diamond. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see what people with like slicing powers do with this guy. <laughs> Could that be a hint as to someone that Zoro might have to fight later? <laughs> I don't know. That would be interesting. Let's see what happens with that. Speaking of slicing, oh, Next. this guy, oh. this guy. Well, well, well. Before, yeah, before we get to the fifth division, we have to get to the the um the ex fourth division captain Thatch. He is a late captain. He is shuffled off this mortal coil. He is no more. He is an ex captain. That's a that's a fake beard. <laughs> Look at that. It doesn't his the the hair does not match the color. As we know, Thatch, unfortunately killed by Marshall D. Teach, Blackbeard, before the beginning of the story, and that's why Ace is where he is now. Next we got yeah. Snidely Whiplashed, I mean Vista, the 5th fifth, fifth Division commander who is 
basically like an early nineteenth, early twentieth century strongman from like a carnival with mustache and like a mullet and a top hat, double yeah, swords. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't just call him Vista. You got to call it by his full name, Flower Flower Sword flower Vista. Sword. Yes. I, I wonder what the flowers and the swords have to do with each other exactly. But I like, do his do his swords bloom on things? Who knows. Hmm. Maybe that, like on his triangular weights, he probably has flowers on there. <laughs> the triangle, like the the triangular weights. Oh man, it's it's so it's so old timey. You can't help but love it. He's got yeah. a very hairy chest. <laughs> that's that's very manly. That's impressive. Now now we're getting more into the captains. That this is the reason that we're having this segment in the first place. Sixth division commander is his name is Blamenko and. <laughs> You may remember him. He's the fellow with no chin and some sort of handles on his... I don't know what, what to call that. It sort of merges his neck, chin, and chest together. He's he's, 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 a, he's like a normal... He's, he's of normal height, but he's pretty wide. He's got a pink bear on his overalls. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has, has, like he he has is, pockets there. He, he has... He, he basically... He, he has a weapon space. He's from an RPG, I think. He has hammer space. He has hammer space. You can pull ridiculous amounts of stuff out of that little pocket that he keeps, like, where those handles are on his face. So his name is Blamenko. Blamenko. That's, that's a really weird name. <laughs> that That's all you need to know, honestly. And all, and all this stuff... He hasn't really done much. Yeah. He hasn't really done much. Yeah, and if you want to get, get all this in, like, a, a concentrated form, the SVS uh, in Volume 58 has the listing of all the Whitebeard Pirates commanders. We learned, it's how we learned Blamenko's name in the first place. And uh, now with the 7th Division Commander, Rakuyo, who we, we had, the uh, AP forums had named him uh, Dreadlock Chain Chomp prior <laughs> oh, to that. Oh, got that guy. And that's pretty much all you need to know about him. His name is He Ra- looks sort of like Jack Sparrow, actually. He kind of does. A- Jack Sparrow had that you know goatee thing hanging and braided from his chin, though. That's one sure. thing that I always, I always remember about him. But yeah, he, he's he's pretty badass. He still bows his weapon from Mario RPG. Yeah, I, w- I wonder how he animates that chain chomp thing. Like, what causes that to move? Is it like a robot, or is it like part of a devil fruit power that he has? We don't really know. But he's... Maybe the chain ate a devil fruit. That w- <laughs> that would that would be pretty cool, actually. <laughs> so uh, I guess it's possible. Well, unless you have anything else to say, we'll move on to the next one. Namur and Pongo, you had um, noted something that uh, had changed between the manga and the anime with this Fishman 8th Division commander of the Whitebeard Pirates. Oh, Namur, what, his name? And Namur and also, like, the Finn. Oh, yeah, that, oh was, that yeah. was Funkatron. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Basically, now, I was reading in the wiki of that, apparently, for the anime, they added a, a shark fin on his back. And they gave him gray pants since they, no, we never got to see what, uh, below his waist in the manga. Huh. Uh, and what no? What I had said before was that he uh, his name is very close to Namor, which is a uh, Marvel superhero who also has fish powers. He's from the ocean, so huh. or you know, he's from like the Lost City of Atlantis. So yeah, that's hmm. why that's what I thought when I first heard his name. Maybe that's a uh, in- inspiration there. Oh my! And also, the criminal brand clothing is very popular on Fishman Island, even among fishmen who don't live there. Oh yeah, he does have that thing on the starfish. Oh, yep. all right. Yeah, uh, very cool. Now, I think of all the minor of all the minor captains, I think the ninth division captain Blenheim is is 
probably one of my like, of all like the ones that we don't like aren't major characters. I think he is my favorite. He's got this ridiculous braid. He's incredibly tall. Like he was the only person. Like, he was the person that they picked to you know pick Jozo up off, off the battlefield later on in the story. So he's mm. he's got a massive sword, a dreaded like, a braided top knot, and his name is Blenheim. You can't Blenheim. 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 Did you cough something up there, Funk? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think ne- the next one, uh, Curiel, is the 10th Division Commander of the Whitebeard Pirates. He carries around a lance. He's probably got the most nondescript look of all the Whitebeard Division captains. Maybe wearing headphones. Wearing the headphones with the sort of the beanie hat. Probably, oh, he's the guy with the big guns. Yeah, he has very big guns, and that's pretty much his distinguishing feature. His guns are more distinctive than his face is. You saw a bit of him, like, in this recent episode, so yeah. just shooting people. Yeah, he's pretty cool, but he's, like... He, it, it's hard to be the least cool of the Whitebeard Division captains, but I think he might be it. Although, I think some people might have a few coming up that they might agree with. Uh, the next one is King Du, or as we call him, He-Man. He-Man and the master of the, of the universe. Is that here? I'm still waiting on. I'm still waiting on She-Ra. Where is the She-Ra division captain? I don't know. So he's a big muscular guy. He's wearing. He's got these big arm gauntlets on. He's basically he looks like a melee fighter to me. So this picture, like his head, is so disproportionate. <laughs> he's got everything. Everything. He's, head. he's got. He's got a crocodile neck. Yeah, and that's what we call that. So lack of neck. He, it's a crocodile anti neck, and is <laughs> I like uh, and I like how we find, and for the next division commander number twelve division commander Haruta the one the Peter Pan looking guy, I like how we get the color scheme on him. I like the they match the blue eyes with sort of sandy brown hair and a lime green shirt. It's very distinctive. It's hard. It's a she. It's a she. Yeah. Oh wow! Really? Wow! Well, that's what, it, that's, that's what it says in the wiki, but they don't have any sources for that. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Yeah, she's carrying a sword. That's pretty much all we know about her at this point, except she looks like Peter Pan. Clap, clap for Tink. It probably has something <laughs> to do either with the, the way the name is written, or we'll probably see later in the show that it has a woman's voice. Iruta. Maybe. And now the one with the horns, as I mentioned during the episode, his name is Atmos. He's a water buffalo. He's the water buffalo. We don't know that's the column. Maybe he has a devil fruit power. That'd be pretty cool if he's like a water buffalo devil fruit. Because like water buffalo is like the biggest land mammal that there is. And it's pretty, da- cool. pretty damn powerful. He's basically, he's, he's Jozu's size. He's like the second biggest behind Blenheim. I, mean, I just love that beard of his. So. Like, it's like, a, it's like a, I guess those two are like from sideburns that grew all the way down. And there's a beard too. And he wears horns and he has armor. And, I mean, we don't know much else about him outside of that, but his name is Atmos, and he looks like he kicks him in the ass. Be cool. Yeah. Moving on to the next one. The one that, I don't know, possibly ties for my least favorite Whitebeard Division captain. As of this point, we haven't really seen him do anything. But just based on his design, uh, Speed Jeru, 14th Division Commander. How could you hate him? He has a fez with the Whitebeard logo on it. In the, in, in the manga, it looks like a KFC bucket on his head. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> I think all fezes are all fezes like that though, kind of. Yeah, that but, should be an easy cosplay then. Yeah, for me, I could do that. KFC bucket. <laughs> K- we should do that next K- time you come to AX. I will get you a KFC bucket. KFC bu- KFC bucket on the head, a little bit of guy liner, and pull my nose back, and so it sticks up like. 
And just like draw the white beard logo on the You know, speaking of guy liner, I saw this is gonna be a little bit of a tangent, but I saw something that pissed me off the other day. I was watching a Green Day video, don't ask me why. It was on it was on the Fuse channel. I was watching some Lollapalooza coverage. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I was watching that too. But at what point did Green Day like become suckier than usual? I think it's when Billy Joe Armstrong started wearing guy liner. Uh yes. So that that was that that was like my that was what pissed me off yesterday. Green, I'm all you know. Green Day sucks. <laughs> Thank you. Green Day sucks. That's the end of this episode. Okay, yeah. let's keep going. <laughs> Is that going to be the title of this episode? <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> People would be completely. Day Green Day <laughs> sucks. That everyone is confused. Yeah. yeah, Green Day sucks with the with the picture of Marco sticking his tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's mostly it's mostly up to Funk because he has to post it up to the website anyway. <sighs> yep. All, All right. Of my yes. Yes. Fosa. Fosa. Fifteenth Division Commander. We're almost done here. We have a li- we have a little bit of extras to do after this. But Fosa, he is the Fifteenth Division Commander. He is like your kick-ass grandpa. He's got a bald head, some scars, a big gun, cigar hanging out of his mouth, and he's gonna he's gonna melee some shit. I'm I'm sure of that. Like yes. you know you don't get you don't get scars on your face with from from not not from hand to hand combat. He always has the cigar. So um, and finally the one that seems to confuse. Everyone. Everyone. It, Especially it's a dog. Drop. Its name is Izo, and it's probably a man. <laughs> it's a man, <laughs> baby. It, 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 it's, it's a, a, drop. It's a So then Peter Pan is a chick, then. I don't know. We don't yeah. know. Izo is seemingly a man in drag. Oh, well, Izo, well, Izo has his shirt pretty much like open. It's like, ooh, look, I'm a flat-chested woman. Come on. I'm pretty sure, Honestly, I'm pretty sure that's a dude. Yeah. That probably is. Yeah, and it, it's... I like the whole throwback uh, clothing there. Carrying the pistols. We don't see many people with just, like, small pistols. People have big guns or swords or they melee. But I like someone who's carrying around the pistols and you have very, well, that's very... Well, that's probably why this person is the 16th division, the last one. Yeah, I guess I guess pistols are not very powerful in the One Piece world. Mm, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute, what about Stefan? No, no, I'm saying we had to do some extras. What, who yeah. wants to talk about Stefan? Stefan. He, he is a dog... Oh. He is a dog. He has a mustache. He belongs to Whitebeard, and he is awesome from an SPS. That's pretty much all that we know about Stefan. He's a dog. And Oda, I mean, Oda also has said that Whitebeard could use his mustache like a boomerang to for, for Stefan to catch. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's pretty awesome. All right, so this has been the encyclopedia segment about the Whitebeard Pirates Division Captains. Hopefully this has cleared some things up. If you were really confused about what all these people are doing around Whitebeard in the last episode. Oh, you know what I just noticed? I just noticed that it seems like both of the commanders, like both Whitebeard and Sengoku, both have their own little pets. Yes, they do. I like that. I like it. Someone's to be Stefan Junkie. Yeah, so it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Our new new super fan. Someone make that screen name. I want to see that next time. Stefan Junkie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so that's the end of that segment, and we're going to do some peace together now. All right. In a world where vivid flashbacks can strike without warning. In a world where a submissive adolescent must pilot a giant humanoid robot to save humanity. In the same world where a two-legged quadruped can run leisurely at the speed of sound with the aid of jewelry. Only one podcast can discuss this with their sanity intact. 
And this is Not That Podcast. www.ssapodcast.com The Ass Backwards Anime Podcast. Oh wait, I was supposed to use that voice in the beginning. Uh, let's go again. This is the Piece Together segment. We got a special guest in here now who's joined the podcast for probably two Who the is end. it? Oh who my is it? god, who is that guy? With From the Full Metal Podcast, it's Zach Logan. Oh my god, I'm on another podcast? That's amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Zach's left me to fend for myself, but he's decided to make a little bit of an appearance now. Yeah, I'm being nice to Ed and, and getting rid of all the awkward pauses you guys have made, apparently. <laughs> apparently. All right, so uh. I solicited for some Feast Together on Facebook before we started, and we've got a couple of questions. Uh, we're also going to do some forums after this and close it off with some Peace to Tweet, and I'm going to sing for you guys a little bit, as I hey. do. Um, right. You've been singing? I haven't even noticed. <laughs> all right, so Megan McGill asks, My favorite scene in the episode was Kuzan freezing the tsunami. It was nicely done. My question is, have you found any possible music clips in the current arc that could be used for the death of you-know-who? What do you think, Zach? You're the music guy. You really like the music. Hmm, I do. Um, there's some really good stuff from Strong World that that's, I'm sure would fit. That's what, that's what I was th- thinking of where you would go with this. Like, and there's a lot of really sad stuff in that that I think would work really well. Especially from like the Nami stuff during Strong World. It's very yeah, sad. Um, yeah. You get, um, the rest of you guys have any opinion about the music for the death scene, possibly? Um, I'm There's hoping several. there is. I'm hoping there isn't any music. Yeah, I, Doc is Doc is a good point. Or you could do something like Gohan going Super Saiyan. Well, sure. there was there was no music during 16's death. In that, so. it could it, right. it could be. I think they'll end the episode with that. Like he'll just uh, just die, and it'll be complete silence. Like if well, anyone, did, I I know Zach make an oyster. It'll be like silence in Luffy's face, like the shock. And then, and then to be continued, it'll be just With like silence. Yeah. Yes, they do be, the dome. Yeah, be yeah, it'll be Aww. silence. It'll be like an episode of Twenty Four when someone important dies. I know Zach doesn't isn't a fan, but I've seen. I it. am not. That usually happens. No, no. Usually, when someone important dies, there's no counting. Wait, it's just wait, silence. Funk, is that is that your TikTok noise? Because that's terrible. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Okay. Funk's not a fan of Twenty Four, apparently. Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, and Jordan Coleman asks, okay, so what are your fave straw hat outfits? Seeing as, I don't know, there, 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 there's, a, there's a misspelling there. I don't know what that's supposed to say. It's just, how, it's how, it's they, just how, how they, they switched. How they, how, how they switched what they are wearing with each arc. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to have to say Robin and Annie's Lobby, with the, the black leather thing that she was wearing there. <laughs> I love that outfit a lot. As, and as far as dudes, um, Zoro in either Skypea or in Shabandi. Probably Skypea, Zoro. Should I go next? For guys, I think Sanji in general has very good taste. Um, but in Shibati, Usopp has a very cool looking thing going on um, with the stripes. They all look pretty cool. Zoro too. Yeah, I like the uh, uh, I like the Sanji in Eni's lobby with the orange shirt, no jacket, and a vest. Yeah, that was always nice. Um, and for girls, I that Robin is pretty. Yeah, the Eni's lobby Robin with the leather. yeah yeah. I can't I can't say no to that. I can't. I but I can't say yes to Robin and Thriller Bark. What was she even wearing one? in Thriller Bark? I don't remember. The, the frilly things on the end of her sleeves. Remember? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Like it was like a purple, like a purple. It looked, it looked good. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, not 
Nami, was... Skypea, enough said. Wait, wait, Pongo, what was your favorite men's outfit? Oh, uh, Sanji on Kawabaka Island. <laughs> yeah, that's the same one as Shibati, Pongo. Oh, no, okay. no, 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 I meant when he, he wears it. I bet when he wears a dress. Oh, 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 the dress, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not what he was talking about, Zach. I blocked that part out. <laughs> All right, Doc, what's your, uh, what's your favorite outfit, Doc? Um, I want to cheat, and I'm going to say Usopp's outfit in Unlimited Cruise. Because it looks slick as hell, because he has this, like, it's like an L motif, but I like that he has a scarf, and his hat looks kind of pointy. I wish I knew what you were talking about. Oh, I'll wait, send a link. Well, I can't see that, because somehow my internet doesn't work, and I'm talking to you guys. Well, then yeah. sucks to be you, sir. <laughs> no, actually, it's pretty nice. I get to talk to you guys. Right. Doc, oh, and also, oh. um, your favorite women's outfit. Uh, my favorite woman's outfit. That is a tough one because I don't. Uh, actually, I like the um, the I glasses. He was about look. to say because I don't like women. <laughs> oh, oh, nice a little gay joke. That's great. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say Ro- uh, Robin's outfit in Strong World. I like the glasses. I don't know. Uh, oh, the, the glasses are what did it for you, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. A woman for the nerds. Yeah. And um, also, um, Funk Nami's POP also. Nice. <laughs> With, without the pants, remember? Nice. Funkatron, you also need to give us a, a men's outfit, too. Uh, <laughs> do I have to? Do I have to? Okay. <laughs> he doesn't even see men. He's so straight. <laughs> okay. Uh, my gag choice will be uh, Luffy with the frills in... Uh, in the uh, Amazon, Amazon Island. Amazon Island. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Island. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that'd be Ichinov's favorite too. <laughs> Since he got he noticed by, yeah. he got, he got noticed by Mayumi Tanaka for that. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. You, that, we did a whole episode on that. How do you not remember that? That was cost piece. I was not on that. No, it was not. It was episode No, 90. it was the one with, yeah. Voluptuous Justice. It was? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. These, these things happen. Yeah, they do. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to the forums now, starting with post number 406 from Badman version 1. He says, hey, guys, just finished listening to podcast episode 119 and thought of a question for you. I don't think this has been revealed in the manga yet. But the latest episode sort of got me thinking. Do you think Mihawk was the former second division commander of the Whitebeard Pirate Crew before he became a warlord? And the crew said that they were without one for quite some time, but never elaborated any further. And when Ace was offered the position. Also, Whitebeard reminiscing about Shanks and Mihawk's duels, I think, is the other, only other hint. Um, he says, thanks for the great podcast. But I have to say, I think there was something that Vista said in this episode, that people, like, they wait their entire life. It's part of the anticipation, about, like, you test your skills against Mihawk. I don't know if he would speak so unfamiliar, unfamiliarly about someone... Unfamiliarly. Yeah, about someone who was previously his crew member, so... That's what, yeah. that's, what, that's what I think about that. I mean, if you guys... I, I the, saw that one a couple days ago, and I like that theory, just because it's so out of the box. It is, and that's why I wanted to read it on the show. That's filling yeah. gaps for no reason. No, actually, no, that would, it makes sense, because, like, I mean, you can say, I mean, you can be like, hey, I see that guy on the ship, like, every other day. I wonder how it would be to fight him. I don't know. Unless well, it's, I mean, like, a, unless he's extremely respect, uh, respectful when it comes to uh, Mihawk, that he doesn't address him in that, that or Vista joined the crew at, I mean well after Mihawk left I mean, well was... he had to be a pirate we yeah. know that oh, yeah. so he probably was in he either had his own or he was in a really powerful group we would have to assume right yeah, yeah. I think he probably well, if he was such own. a powerful uh, swordsman he wouldn't even need a crew 
Well, if it's Whitebeard, like look at Ace. Ace was yeah. strong as all hell. He's yeah. he's a strong guy. Um, but I think Miyok probably had his own crew, and I want to see that Jolly Roger because it probably has a cross sword in it. Yes, <laughs> that would be very cool. Someone uh, designed that. For I think us. it would probably have to have a mustache, maybe a top hat, and some cross swords. Yeah, like yeah. A, a skull with a mustache and a top hat and cross swords. That'd be. That, we will do a contest where, like, make your make a Jolly Roger for a character that doesn't exist. I like that. We're going to do that in the future. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, Zero, like Zero Custom may have to be ineligible. I want to see the Akainu flag. <laughs> you will win. You know because, that. Because it. I know he'll win. We will have to make him ineligible. He's, he did our logo, so obviously he will win. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next piece together from the forums is from Thousand Sunny. He says, with the constant reappearance of the revolutionaries lately, I have to ask you guys, what's your opinion on where they fit in the story? Early on, I saw them as a shadowy group that would one day become the Straw Hat's enemy, but due to recent developments, I have seen them taking on a more good guy role with their helping Robin, what Evenkov did during the war, and Kuma's role getting the Straw Hats out of uh, Shibandi alive. It begs the question, how will they affect the story now that they are appearing more often? And I would like to hear your opinions. And they... Thousand Sunny loves the podcast too. So, what do you think about what the uh, revolutionaries are going to be doing in the future? Friend or foe? Go for uh, it. I don't really think there's really much about a good guy's role. They're just, they just happen to be at the right place at the right time to help out Robin, and that's about it. Otherwise, I, I don't think I don't think they would have really given a shit about anybody there. It's his father. It, I I have to assume, unless it's a Darth Vaderish thing going on here, that it's going to be going to be allies in some. Maybe accidentally. I mean, but they both have the same. I mean, with what with what Luffy's goal. doing, the government's going to be in his way a lot, and the revolutionaries are explicitly fighting against what the government stands for and what the government mm-hmm. does. So they're going to be finding themselves on the same side more often than not, as far as the story coming up, you know, goes. Yeah, though not explicitly allies. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 ha- they have similar goals. I don't know if anyone else has any different opinions about it, though. No, I think they're. I think they'll be fine allies. I'm just saying that you know he was saying due to recent developments, which is just them helping out Robin. I was just she just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I agree. All right, uh, the next one is from Albinoverse, and it's, <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> I don't know if it's a he or a she, but well, we know they have everyone on the internet is a man. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, a man, baby. It says. <laughs> Yeah, to prove it innocent. What are your yeah. favorite theories about Blackbeard's powers? My personal favorite is that he has a three fruits, a mythical Zoan Cerberus fruit, which is why mm. his flag is three skulls, and he absorbed the Paramecia and and the and the Yami Yami, uh, the Gura Gura fruit. Um, any thoughts about it? Uh, everyone talks about him like he has multiple personalities. So, I mean, th- this is kind of what I wanted to go on. I'm I'm curious about what people think about. White uh, Blackbeard's fruit, and I think the Cerberus thing—it's kind—it's of, out of left field, and we're getting more of those theories, which I like. But I don't know how likely it is, but it'd be cool if it actually was true. Well, I remember well, I you talking yeah. about that earlier. Yeah, Greg you, uh, brought that up a bunch of times. The, Cer- um, the Cerberus? No, he brought up the Blackbeard's fruit, and you know the meaning behind it. I, what he and his class apparently said, I believe is that they all believe it was the dark fruit that absorbs other fruits, and it, that's why it's so special. I think you're. That's, so that's he's, probably he, closer to right, but I still like the Cerberus idea. My, it's, my it's a unique my, idea, but I don't think it's right. Yes. My theory, my theory, he has a Silas Tyler fruit. Yeah, uh, I, we we said that at the beginning. You know, yeah, at this point, who's Siler is the response we're going to get. Everyone <laughs> yeah, is. now the shit's canceled. No one gives a shit about that show anymore. <laughs> it's been a while since anyone gave a shit about that doc. First season. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. All right. Yeah, and that was the final. Uh, Nail in the coffin. For, no, that was the final thing from the forums that we're going to do. 
But now, someone want to lead me in on this? What time is it, Ed? Yeah, it's time for Peace the Tweet. So you need someone to do it for you to get it all started. Oh, yeah. Time for Peace the Tweet, Ed. What what do we have here today? Oh, right, we got a, we got some slim pickings here today. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's always slim pickings on Twitter. You just don't realize that because you don't get to see it usually. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, we got a, a couple of regulars. We got a question from Mikey D. Pryor, who asks... Who the hell is that guy? Don't read that. What? <laughs> really? Okay, no, no, it's All okay. Right. You Which Marine person would you like a spinoff series about? Smoke Marine. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who are going to say they want to see a spinoff of uh, Django and Full Body. Oh, yeah. I guess, I, I, oh. A Django and Full Body sitcom. I think that would get old, like, after two episodes, though. <laughs> Just, like, watching them dance and come on to Hina all day. This guy was a former pirate. And the other <laughs> guy was once a marine. Put them in a house and see the adventures happen. Personally, I think like a smoker's any god, I think just following him chase Luffy, I think would be a lot of fun. If I had. Or Or Akainu. I envision Dr. Vegapunk traveling the wilderness as sort of like you know, uh, Tezuka's blackjack solving people's <laughs> mechanical problems. <laughs> nice. No, you you weren't talking. You didn't talk to the dude about his his blackjack comics at Otakon. I did. Yeah. I said yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, said I like that. Oh, so. you like that? Yeah. Um, I was pretty. If if you had an Akainu story, it would just be basically like him just stop snuffing out justice. That's all it would be. And that would be awesome, Pronko. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, I'm reading these law books now, and justice keeps coming up. And I just, I just laugh whenever yeah, I see that. You want to punch the book? Yeah, so it's like magma fist the book. Yeah. But it's You're bad like, that the word justice. justice. Yeah. And then you have to pay another hundred dollars for that book. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I just learned it's around a thousand dollars for all the books I need to get. Ew! Jesus Christ! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think I'm done with school. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's talk about Dragon Piece's question now. Dragon right. Piece asks. Would the new voice of Al in FMA Brotherhood make a good voice for Kobe? Kobe already has a voice. It's Leah Clark, and she's pretty cool. She recorded a promo for us. Yeah, I gave you that, right? You should put that in. If you can. Just spite you, Dragon Piece. Yes, Dragon Piece, I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm not. And Pogo isn't sorry. He has no emotions. No negative one. He doesn't know love. No, he doesn't. That's really what I'm trying to say here. Uh, All right, and finally, the question from Bullet Beast. I think this is a new person. Fuck? That's a new I, person. Some dumb fucking idiot. <laughs> wow. Doctor knows him apparently. Yeah, um, I, I, bu- I bunked with him at a con recently. Oh really? Yeah. Sexy. Anyway, okay. when, the, <laughs> when the crew meets up again, I want Frankie to have different abilities based on what beverage he is equipped with. <laughs> it's not really a question; it's more of a statement. But I think we can go on this for a little bit. But what what would happen like if? Pick, like, a random beverage and, like, what would happen to Frankie if that mm. happened. We've seen some of the ones I really wanted to see, like tea it's and Darjeeling tea and English. <laughs> uh, yeah, what is it? English uh, breakfast. We can have some, like, some Earl Grey tea. Oh. Some, Orange no, tea. Should, no, should fact, give... He should have oolong tea and turn into oolong. <laughs> <laughs> With Brian so Macy's give... voice, Ed. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Ed, we should, you should, we should uh, put some rat bastard ale in him and see what happens then. Arrogant bastard. bastard. Arrogant bastard. Arrogant bastard. Yeah, well, yeah, oh, I know, I know the yeah. other one. Yeah, any alcoholic beverage would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be great. But he, ha- but he has to change with every single beer. Yeah, Yeah, like every different type of beer. Like he that gets a Heineken, he becomes German. 
Actually, is, is, Heineken is from Holland. But yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I exactly. thought Heineken was from uh, the Netherlands, but okay. Yep, it is. And that is the end of Peace the Tweet and the end of the piece together. For I'm now. glad we ended it on alcoholic comments. Oh, of course. We're all drunks here. Yes. <laughs> Especially Zach. Hey, just because I just was doing that does not mean that I am. Yeah. Not me, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so let's, um, I guess it's time to end the, end the episode then. Let's yes, do it. round off is the term I like to use, Ed. Yeah, but I'm therefore I am. I, I, I'm original over here. I don't Good like job. that. I don't like that concept, okay, Ed? All right. Stop well, using it. Yeah, no. Hey, this is Kobe, and you're listening to the One Piece Podcast. everybody this has been the one piece podcast episode 121 for sunday august 15th 2010 now this episode give you a little bit of the news from firecrouch but not with firecrouch an anime recap for episode 462 the force that can destroy the world the power of the tremor tremor fruit an encyclopedia about whitebeard and his commanders some piece together with special guest zach and now that's me end of the show so zach What's going on? Uh, I moved in today. Uh, the city is nicer than I remembered, maybe because it was like 70-something degrees out and it wasn't like 500 degrees. Like it was last year when I visited around this time of the year? Well, that's because you're an idiot and you feel like going to the top of the Empire State Building in August with all the <laughs> tourists. <laughs> hmm. uh, that's that special smell of New York City. Mm. It's urine mixed in with pretzels. That's stuff. why people smoke in New York City. They lose their sense of smell. Yeah, everyone here does smoke. But then again, people, you know, walk around without clothing sometimes. So it's a give or take, really. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, anyway, thanks to our special guest, Zach, for coming on. I like being a special guest. It's interesting. Even though it's my damn show, Ed. <laughs> I, am wow. a, I am responsible for this show. I know, I know. Right now you are. This episode. I'm responsible for this. Sh- I am the reason this show created me. Right, I guess, technically, if you go all the way back. But it's like it's like when you argue something like, what happened first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, Except in this someone... case, Ed is, the, Ed is the thing that started first. Didn't someone prove that it was a chicken or something? Recently? Yeah, recently. That yeah. person's an idiot. <laughs> Whoever they are. Fuck, it's called creationism. <laughs> We also had Funkatron on the episode, our trusty administrator. Happy to be here. It was a lot of fun. He talked a lot more than usual. We should, we should, we should get you to do that more often. Yes, it's because Zach scares me. Is that what it <laughs> is? Is that what it is, Funkatron? Can you, can you look at me in the eyes and say that? No, no, sir. No, I can't. Okay, okay. And we also had on Doctor from the Ask Backwards Anime Podcast at SSAAPodcast.com. Check it out. I say that Jesus made the chicken... Maybe that's what happened. What's a Jesus? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy Ed is hosting. Anyway, and finally, our super fan, um, Pongo Junkie. Or, or... Oh my god, did you just that... forget my... No, I, I, I almost called you Stefan Junkie. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, there was a joke about that. Okay, Zach wasn't let's here rename now and Stefan Junkie. Yeah, I'm going to call you Stefan Junkie. Did you go over but the ways just, to contact? It... It doesn't no, ring. Zach, actually, I was thinking that you could do that. You're the co-host. Oh, I can? Okay. How do they That's contact fine. us, Zach? I thought you would forget since you were doing the thing, and I, you know I should have more faith in you, Ed. It's, <laughs> it's really my fault. I'll you, shut you up. You really should. 
No, yeah. you, you, you start talking now when I ask you how do they contact Oh, right. Us. Oh, is that how that works? Okay. Um, exactly. Okay, so first you could go to our website at onepiecepodcast.com. It's a good place, and I suggest you go there. Also, facebook.com slash onepiecepodcast. Over a thousand Facebook fans. That's amazing. Let me put it this way, Ed. There are more Facebook fans on our group than in my law school's Facebook group. Ha! Nice. By like a good 70. So that's pretty good. Um, I don't know how that works, but that's... Why does your law school have a Facebook? They they have... Because they have like... They give away stuff. They have like free Starbucks for, you know, people who are... Anyway. No, don't take advantage of that because it only works in New York City. Um, You could also go to our Twitter, which has almost 700, I believe. It might have 700 now. I haven't checked today because I don't have the internet and somehow I'm doing this at (laughs) twitter.com slash onepiecepodcast. You can email us at onepiecepodcast at gmail.com. You could go to the forums at uh, forums.onepiecepodcast.com. And I believe that's everything except our phone number. Well, that phone number is 347-497-MAJI. That's three four seven four nine seven six six two five four. Call any time. That was pretty God, good. God, you guys All are together. so gay. <laughs> did, we do, did we do that in unison? I can't tell. Well, a little I, no. bit. I think we're on a little bit of a delay. It's going to sound weird, but it's going to be fine. Okay. Ambiguous and gay. Don't you mean iffy? No, I mean you guys are gay. <laughs> wow, that is so offensive, Pongo. Oh, you are a hopeful. Yeah. I was thinking you guys were just going to suck each other's penis or something. (laughs) (laughs) On that tremendous note, this has been the One Piece Podcast, episode 121 for Sunday, August 15th, 2010. My name is Ed. And my name is Zach. Goodbye, everybody. My name is Pwn Dog Junkie. No one cares. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.